Exceptional Field Service Delivery creates, magnifies, and sustains exceptional customer experiences and brand loyalty. Welcome to the Super FM Podcast, Field Service Your Way, with me, Michael Israel. I'll lead conversations about critical issues in today's field service ecosystem with knowledgeable and experienced service management professionals. Now, let's learn something. Hello and welcome to Zuber FM Field Service, your way with your host, Michael Israel. Michael, how are you, sir? I'm pretty good today. How about yourself, Eric? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I, I am excited because you have a couple guests that you brought on the show and they are from Phoenix, Arizona, or at least that's where one of them is located currently. And uh, I think, Michael, I shared with you, my wife and I met down there. We loved the weather. It was beautiful <laughs> all the time. Uh, yeah, it was a nice place. So I'm, I'm excited to get to know more about your guests. Great. I am too. I'm looking forward to this conversation with them. I think they have a great story to tell. All right. So who are they? We have Jacob Crum and Ben Suve, both from uh, Trim Landscaping in the Phoenix area. All right. Well, let's get started. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show. Michael, take it away. All right. Thank you very much, Eric. Hi, Ben. Hi, Jacob. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so are you both in Phoenix? I think you are, aren't you? Yes, we're both yeah. in Phoenix. So I'm up in Las Vegas, not too far from you. How's the uh, how's the weather today? August, what is this? August 10th. How are you doing down there? It's, it's sunny and not too hot. So it's a pretty good day. Yeah, that's, a, that's a really good day for August in Phoenix. Sunny and not too hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting here. It's overcast here. It's been overcast off and on for the last several days, which is really unusual for Vegas. And uh, I agree with you. It's kept the temperature down somewhat, so it's much more comfortable than, um, you know, a usual typical day in uh, in August. So I wanted to, I want to thank you guys for uh, being willing to join us on this podcast. I'm looking forward to talking with you. So let me start by asking you for a little bit of introduction, a little bit of background about yourself, Jacob. Can I start with you, please? Uh, sure. I guess I'll just get started by talking about how I kind of came to be in, in the landscaping business. I, you know, went to college in Arizona and while I was there, you know, I had uh, started and bought a couple businesses that I had run or that I started to run during that mm -hmm. time. And then, mm -hmm. um, you know, those went pretty well. One of which was uh, an Airbnb business that I was able to scale up to a good size. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. And then, you know, after that, I, the entrepreneur thing was going well, but I still kind of wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I ended up going to law school. And while I was in law school, I was still running a couple of businesses. And, you know, Ben uh, kind of heard about what I was doing in that world. And he was uh, at ZipRecruiter doing, you know, enterprise sales. So we would, you know, he would call me back and forth. Um, for about a year. And he was like, oh man, like, you know, we should do something together. Let's, you know, get into business. I don't know what we're going to do. And, hmm. you know, I didn't either at the time, but then we kind of kicked around a couple ideas. Um, and then we decided to buy a landscaping route with 20 accounts. Uh, and then that's kind of where our journey started. That's um, very interesting. Uh, uh, ben, can I turn to you and ask you for a little bit of uh, intro and background about yourself as well, please? Yeah, you know, uh, I didn't necessarily get bored and then go to law school. 
<laughs> awesome businesses. But, you know, I, I would say that uh, we, you know, we went into this business of landscaping, uh, you know, with, with really open minds, knowing only a couple things, you know, that the guys we had currently servicing our homes did great work, but didn't necessarily uh, notify us when they were going to be there, when they were going to be late, if something needed to be done differently. We were pulling cash out of the bank for payments. And and so I think that led to, you know, both Jake and I, uh, the kind of that light bulb was, you know, there's there's all these guys in, in Phoenix in our market specifically that uh, do great work, but aren't, aren't businessmen or technology experts by any means. And so um, the, the open minds of buying it, that initial route has turned into, uh, you know, really driving towards how can we help instead of hundreds, you know, thousands of these landscapers across the 10 states that we're, we're currently working in. It's very interesting, uh, your backgrounds and, and uh, you know, how different they are from landscaping. So, uh, Jake, do you go by Jake or, or, or Jacob or either? Uh, Jake is good. Okay, yeah. Jake. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Why did you and Ben decide on landscaping? You, you know, you were looking around for a business, but what is it that attracted you to landscaping in particular? Yeah, so we had identified some of the problems that Ben had mentioned, like mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the guys, you know, were, it's difficult to find a reliable landscaper. A lot of them were, you know, had issues scheduling. You had to run to the bank to pay them in cash or check. And so we thought that that was a low, you know, there was some low hanging fruit there. And additionally, uh, we kicked around a couple ideas um, and ended up on services. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, we thought cleaning might be a good idea, but then we decided that you had to go into the house and you had to deal with people and all this stuff. (laughs) Um, And then kind of we landed on landscaping and thought like, it's not time restrictive. Everybody's got a yard. And you can kind of show up whenever, do the job and, and, and leave, and you don't have to interact with too many homeowners. So we saw an opportunity for an infinite amount of scalability. Uh, we yet didn't know how we were going to scale so much and so fast, but we, we had the initial idea that that's where we wanted to go. Okay. Ben, when did you start the business? When did you guys uh, open up Trim? Yeah. So uh, what was it? 2019? Okay. Oh, three years ago. 20, I think it was 2020, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, been, it was a COVID business. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned, you know, you didn't have to deal with a lot of homeowners and go into people's homes, et cetera. I imagine that was a, I guess I should ask, was that an important consideration for you as you were evaluating uh, what you wanted to do, what kind of business you wanted to uh, be involved in? Yeah. I mean, definitely it was the difference between a maid service or something like that, where you say, I'm going to be inside your home. I mean, for lack of a better, going through your things at 8 a.m. If you're late for something like that, pretty tough to, uh, 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 you know, earn that trust. And versus, you know, landscaping, we recognize, you know, work with our customers closely to gain access to the yard, allowed us to have much larger windows, you know, like same day service versus you know, within minutes of, of when someone expects you to come into their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were definitely leading indicators as to why we went with landscaping. I think it was icing on the cake with COVID that, you know, uh, we were able to continue work because um, we weren't interacting inside of uh, our customers' homes. 
and everybody was at at the house staring at their yard thinking that they needed some yard work done so that was that was great too <laughs> yeah so you mentioned uh, Jake that you started i think you said 20 accounts or 20 uh, uh 20 not customers but 20 uh contractors i guess is that what you refer to them as they are all contractors not w2 employees is that correct no so we uh we bought a a landscaping route with okay. 20 houses from a okay. guy named George okay. who was retiring. And uh, then we ended up hiring our buddy who uh, you know would drive around his truck and do all that stuff like he was a traditional employee. And then one day he decided he didn't want to do it anymore um, and didn't show up to work. So then <laughs> we were like, well, how are we going to, you know, scale this business without employees and you know more pressingly how are we going to service these 20 accounts that we have that we just got a month ago so we started calling down craigslist looking for a contractor or looking for a landscaper we went in the home and garden section um and and started calling on all these guys saying hey listen i have these 20 accounts can you uh you know, service them and, and we'll pay you this much and here's the route and here's what days you got to do it. And, and then we eventually found a guy who would do it and we're like, well, that was, that was pretty easy. We don't have to have a truck. We don't have to have a tools. We don't really have to have much. Um, we could probably do this a thousand times over. Mm -hmm. So the next question is then, have you done it a thousand times over? Uh, where, where are you now? About a, about how's, the, how's the business grown? Yeah, we got about 120 guys on the road on a weekly basis. So, um, right, yeah, it's about one. Yeah, and I and I think we completed 4,000 or over jobs last month, something like that. Wow, that's uh, that's very very significant growth. I think from one guy, right, one truck to 120 guys on the road every week. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, my congratulations to you. You've done very well. Thank you. Yeah. Is the, is the business, uh, Ben, let me ask you, is, you're in Phoenix. It doesn't snow in Phoenix. It doesn't get real cold in Phoenix. Well, sometimes it gets a little cold up here in Vegas, so I imagine it might down there too. But uh, is the business uh, extremely seasonal? So that, uh, that's one of our biggest concerns. So how we've kind of been able to hedge that is if you pull up a, a landscaping uh seasonality map they split the country into zones and mm -hmm. if you look at the very bottom there's a there's a red and orange zone and we've kind of just been scaling out in that red and orange zone to avoid the the seasonality um but my hypothesis is that it would be much more seasonal if we were to go outside of that can you describe that a little bit more the red and orange zone and what that means and how it impacts your business and your operations uh, yeah, it's just like a, a temperature zone essentially. And like okay. the, the type of, uh, the type of yards and trees and stuff that you're going to get. So yeah, it's essentially just a, a seasonality zone. Okay. So as the seas, as the, as the seasonal zones change, I imagine then that the work that your contractors are providing changes as well. Would that be a, a correct assumption? Yes, we haven't yet explored that side of the business. Like, for example, if you were to go north of where we're operating now, you might have to get into snow plowing or, 
you know, we're, we're in Denver. So we do a little bit of like irrigation shutoffs there. Okay. Um, but yeah, the types of services that you'll provide will be a bit different, but I think what our mission is, will essentially be the same countrywide, but we don't, we're, we're getting as narrow and deep as we can in one particular area area before we kind of go out. Okay. Does the number of contractors that you use throughout the year, does that vary uh, or is it pretty consistent throughout the entire year? Um, so far it's been pretty consistent. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, but a lot of the nice thing about kind of what we're doing is like a guy can, you know, work with us however, as much as he wants essentially. So, you know, we could have some guys, you know, taking a couple jobs a week that they can sustain, you know, for as however long they want. Or, you know, we have guys who have, you know, full schedules with us Monday through Saturday running three trucks. So, mm-hmm. and um, how are you? Uh, I, w- I want to ask you what kind of customers have you acquired since you started the business? Is it all still, uh, was it all residential to begin with? It sounds like it was. Uh, when we started, yes. we had, oh, I think we had. Six you know, like four or five commercial accounts that okay. were, um, you know, pretty like big commercial warehouses. Um, and then those kind of dropped off pretty significantly because with our model, we found that it's, they're a lot higher touch point. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of a different skill set that we need to recruit for. Okay. Um, so we've kind of just moved away from that. And now our, uh, you know, our, our niche is single family homes. Um, and within that we have, a you know, a wide variety of single family home owners ranging from, you know, an individual to, you know, some people who own thousands of homes. Okay. And are the services essentially the same for each customer or do the services vary? So for example, do you have customers where you only take care of the lawn and then maybe you have customers that you do much more in-depth gardening uh, uh, services and gardening maintenance, that type of thing? Yeah, I'll let Ben, you want to hop in here? Yeah, go ahead, Ben. I I meant to uh, take it over here. Yeah. No, I think uh, that's a great question. I would say services are similar. Um, you know, single family homes all have a similar range of sure. services needed, whether, you know, so tree trimming, tree removal, cleanups, uh, irrigation repairs. Um, I think the, the difference really just would be um, depending on the home, the homeowner, whether that's a company or an individual. Um, we definitely curate and understand each customer's specific needs. Um, whether they like their rose bushes trimmed a little differently or not is mm-hmm. definitely taken into account. Um, but in terms of the overarching services we offer, it's all you know straight across the board: irrigation, trees, and then landscaping, mowing type services. Yeah, you have a lot of uh, xeriscaping there too, right? A lot of oh, desert. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. So a lot, and a lot of people think, you know, maybe requires less, uh, less attention. Um, but sometimes the desert scapes with the weeds, you know, you're in Vegas, you get a little bit of rain, your side yards pop, you got weeds all over the place. So oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have a service that I, I use here that, uh, spends a fair amount of time every month when they come just blowing the leaves and cleaning up and, 
uh, you trim in the palm trees and uh, that type of thing. So I understand that it's not just mowing the lawn. There's a lot of other work. Yeah. Yep. So uh, let me ask you, you know, you're doing a lot of things and you have now a lot of people that uh, are doing work for you. How are, what's important to you in managing that activity? What are the things that you are most keen on making sure that you keep track of and, and manage in your operations? Yeah. Um, so we do, we have an inside team, so it's not just Jake and I, okay. these customers. So there, we have what, about 25 individuals who we, we label them as market managers, um, but they do full cycle customer relations. So they're working with the homeowners, whether a business or an individual um from the you know the time they make a request to um getting quotes approved um and scheduling jobs to repeat customers um so yeah there's there's definitely a uh, so, what would be the pri the primary points of did, Jake did you have something to add was there i mean yeah was, i was just going to say the things that i mean one of the major things we like to keep track of is uh, completion rate and then time to completion sure um, yeah, because, you know, if you're taking too long, people are going to get upset. And if you're not doing the job, then they're going to get upset too. Of course. Um, and so, yeah, those, I would say those are two, two big ones for us. What about scheduling the work, scheduling the contractors and making sure that, uh, you know, you maintain a consistent schedule for each customer, um, is it, I would imagine that that's something very important to you and also very important to your customers. Hundred percent, and because if we uh, think of those two things as like the north star completion rate and time to completion, you know we can break it down into scheduling being super important to achieve those two goals. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, finding a tool that would help us uh, schedule our guys in the most efficient and time effective way was, you know, what led us to you know using Zuper. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you uh, heading that direction. I was going to ask you, you know, what I know that you've just recently implemented Zuper. Uh, what were the key things that were, and maybe you've already answered this partly at least. What what were the key capabilities that you were looking for in a software tool like Zuper uh, that you felt you absolutely had to have before you made a, before you uh, chose a, a specific vendor? Uh, I would say the biggest for me was um drive time like you know it, we were using a different software before and it became pretty cumbersome to kind of do the manual inputs of the scheduling mm -hmm. um and so we were having guys drive all over uh the valley and you know that kind of led us away from a lot of our b2b to, B to c work um, right right and routine maintenance um, because, you know, we just couldn't, couldn't handle it and it just took too much. So I think when, I think Zuper is going to allow us to like really streamline that process and we'll be able to scale that out as effectively as our, uh, our work order side of the business. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that, Ben. Sounds like you were going to say something. Yeah. Yeah. I would just add that the, when you think about the scheduling and, completion time and completion percentage, it, it also goes back. We needed to find a tool that would allow us to work within our guys' schedules to maximize their profits 
for the time that they give us. So like if it's mm-hmm. a, it's John says he has a half a day on Saturdays, we, we had to find a tool that would allow us to quickly identify which jobs could fit into John's four hour time window. Correct. So that way mm-hmm. the time that he gives us uh, as availability, we're maximizing because um, whether John, it's the guy with the half day or the guy that wants to work six days a week, the it's a really important for us to be able to um, quickly identify which jobs can fit into that schedule so they can maximize profits. And Okay. And uh, Zuper is helping you. Uh, uh, it sounds like Zuper is helping you with the route optimization. So you are getting the maximum amount of work out of your contractors uh, rather than having them, as you said, Jake, drive all over the city. Uh, is that is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely correct. Um what they allow us to do, it's it's more than just the route optimization too. It's Good. the way it's all embedded in HubSpot. So a big key factor for us was, you know, acting like a an enterprise size organization where every our, our teams are able to function all out of one dashboard. And and so now they're able to do that. They work from HubSpot, they're scheduling jobs, they're working with guys all from our CRM. So that's great. I'm glad you mentioned that. So this is a integration between Zuper and HubSpot that you're uh, that you're using, correct? Yep. Yeah. 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 That's great news. Uh, you mentioned something early on. I think Jake or might have been you, Ben. Uh, it sounds like you have some plans for some significant growth. Is that correct? Uh, yes. We hope so. Yeah. Are you Are you planning to expand just within the Arizona area, or are you looking to go beyond? Uh, we're actually in 16 markets right now. So we have, you know, we, we're managing guys in 16 cities around the country. Oh, you did uh, mention Denver a little bit earlier. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we, we definitely have plans to expand, uh, beyond that for sure. We want to take this thing as, you know, as big as we can get it, uh, which, you know, it's likely in, uh, in the ideal scenario, we'd be in every, every city in the country helping contractors grow their business. So uh, that's kind of our aim and that's the direction we're headed. That's a very ambitious plan. And uh, do you think the technology, for example, HubSpot and Zuper and the integration between the two is going to play a key role in your expansion success? I think it definitely allows, uh, gives us the tools to, to grow to a significant level. I don't know yet if we had everybody in the country, there might be a point where we break it. I don't know if you want me to hear that or say that, but <laughs> who knows what happens? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess anything po- is possible, but to me that seems rather unlikely. So yeah, as far as yeah. I can see, we, yeah. we have all the tools in our toolbox to scale as big as we want. Well, let me, let me uh, end with one final question, Ben, and I'll, I'll, I'll direct it to you, but Jake, feel free to chime in as well. When you were searching for a tool to help you manage your operations and optimize your routes and schedules, uh, what is it about Zuper that made you choose Zuper over other uh, vendors that you may have been evaluating? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, well, initially, it was I think it was like a godsend that Zuper had launched its full integration. So it's a, a native integration, I think is what they call it. Mm-hmm, HubSpot. Mm-hmm. Just a couple mm-hmm. of weeks before we signed up, I decided to go with HubSpot. 
So it was like this godsend that came down. It was, we had just signed up with this new CRM to allow us to better manage customers. And then we, I was searching for something that would connect and <clears throat> Zuper was just at the forefront. What after diving into it, so that was the initial, okay, let's look into this. But then once looking into it, I was able, we were able to recognize after working with our sales rep, shout out to Nick over there. He mm-hmm. was, uh, and it allowed us to, like, I, we recognized that they work with some really big brands mm-hmm. um, in, in helping them with the logistics, like really what we're doing is logistics. Um, and so they, Zuper attracted me because it was more so than like, there's a lot of these out of the box, do it all landscapings field management softwares. Right. There's the, nothing really that uh, created the sandbox of customizations like what Zuper had. Um, so where we're able to, there's so many steps, you know, 20 steps that go into receiving a job to completing a job. And Zuper allows us to work within HubSpot and create automations for each one of those steps. You know, so like we send a quote um, and then an email automatically goes every day after that until it's approved. Um, a job is scheduled and the guys are getting notifications reminding them about the work. And so all those automated workflows, Zuper and the HubSpot combination was the only way that I you know, was able to recognize to, to get that done. Well, that's, that's really great to hear. Jake, anything you want to add to that? Uh, no, I think Ben nailed it. Okay. Yeah. That sounds very good. Well, listen, I, I really want to thank you guys for making the time to participate in this uh, podcast. I think that the people that listen to to it after we publish it will be uh, very interested in uh, your story and um, the success that you've had so far and the plans that you have going forward. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, very ambitious, and I certainly want to wish you the absolute best and hope you have tremendous success. So thanks again for your time today. Uh, and do you have any parting comments that you want to make? Uh, no, but thank you guys for having us. And we really appreciate the opportunity to talk about what we're doing. Yeah, I appreciate uh, having the opportunity to hear you talk about it as well. So thanks again. Thanks, Jake, Jake to you and also to Ben. Yeah. You, guys have a, you guys have a great day. Yeah, thank Back you. to you, Eric. Too. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, I do have another question. I, I could always use some help around my place. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just one man, uh, and you got a bunch. So uh, what cities are you guys working in, and how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, it's, it's quite the list. We would go, you go to trimlandscaping.com, um, but we operate in the Carolinas, Florida, Texas, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Washington. Wow. Um, and you can find any of those locations listed if you go to trimlandscaping.com. How about right. New Mexico? Are you in New Mexico? Not yet. Not okay. yet. Well, it looks like I'm moving to Albuquerque, so you better uh, hurry up and get over there so I have a landscaper. <laughs> Follow you there, man. <laughs> well, now okay. you got a guy that'll be there, Ben and Yeah, Jake. exactly. Uh, <laughs> get, get Michael on the payroll over there. All right. Uh, gentlemen, right. thank you so much for your time today. Michael, of course, thank you so much for facilitating this and bringing on a couple of amazing guests. Um, audience, I hope you go and visit their, their information. Uh, a couple of young men who have worked really, really hard, very, very quickly to establish an amazing business. Um, I really enjoyed listening to both of you uh, speak about kind of what you guys are dreaming is going to happen here in the future. Um, so thank you both again. And of course, our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Zuper FM field service your way with Michael Israel. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when the guys come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. 
We humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review, as this actually does help others find the show. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Zuper FM, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Zuper FM, field service your way. Insightful discussions and advice that help you position your field service operations as a powerful force in building enduring customer loyalty. And remember this, when you deliver excellent service to your customers, you're also facilitating their ability to provide superior service to their customers, which strengthens brand loyalty among their customer base as well. Thanks again. Please join us next time.